Good afternoon, folks. This is Ron Stone along with Randy Burks. We're here at the Southeastern Mustang Field, and we're about to kick off between the Hollybond Broncos and the Southeastern Mustangs. We're brought to you by Felicia Shackles, your hometown alpha agent in Hollybond, Walker Brothers in Bailington, Affordable Tire and Automotive in Welty, Traditions Bank, Traditions Mortgage Company, Holly Pond Animal Clinic in downtown Holly Pond, Citizens Bank and Trust in Coleman, Hopper's Family Pharmacy Market in Fairview, Mullins Body Shop on Highway 31 South in Coleman, Merchants Bank of Alabama, Randall Shedd, Alabama House District 11 representative, Holly Pond Supermarket, The Rough House, Farmers Poultry and Supply, Mall Service and Funeral Home, Holly Pond Tire and Lube, Stewart's Auto Parts, Hall's RV in Albertville, Heritage Dental, Dr. Brad McKinney in Oneonta, Alabama Web Presses, Dan Stevens with Alabama Health Guidance, Sullivan Photography and Travel, The Spirit Shop, The Awards Palace, uh, Adams Building Company, and Epic Car Wash and Supply. Folks, we are going to get a special announcement from Dr. Ayers here. He's going to tell us about the trick-or-treat. So uh, this year on Halloween night, we're going to open up our campus. Uh, all of our kids are going to set up candy booths. Uh, we've invited every uh, business owner that we can think of in the community. Uh, and we're going to give out candy. We're going to call it Trick or Treat with the Broncos. Um, you know, if you guys are interested, would like to be a part of it, would like to set up a booth, or would like to donate candy, uh, that would be awesome. Just reach out to the school, uh, talk to uh, Miss Hoagland in the front office, or you can ask for me, and we'll get you put down. Uh, it's going to be a huge event. I'm going to say we're, we're roughly 40 uh, booths as it stands. Uh, but that's going to be Halloween night from 6 to 8. So uh, so any little in the community or in the surrounding community that wants to come and uh, trick-or-treat with the Broncos, we would love to have them. Uh, so if you've got any questions, again, just reach out to the school, and we'd be glad to help you. As we're getting set for the kickoff, Holly Pond will receive. They'll defend. This This stadium actually runs, Ron, more east to west. It does. We'll. Dr. Ayers, how wide is the booth going to be and deep? About eight by eight? We don't really have just, we're going to put them in there. We don't even have a, we don't even have a size. Oh, okay. So, no size, so call and tell them how big, how big your table is going to be or how big your uh, tent's going to be, whatever you have to give the trick-or-treat kids out. Just call in and get it ready as we're about to kick off and Randy will take it away. We got Jaden and Sawyer back deep. The kick will be off the left side, off the hands of a Bronco chasing it out of bounds, but we'll have it near the 40-yard line. It's a good field position for the Broncos to start the game. Holly Pond dressed in the all-white with the dark headgear, dark numerals, southeastern in the white pants and the uh, dark jerseys. Can't tell if that's actually maroon and bl on black or if that's black on maroon as far as their sleeves. But... Well, I seen the sign coming in, and it said on game day we wear, we wear maroon. So I would think it was maroon, but it looks black from here. Holly Palm will have it on their 38. They'll turn, give it to Gibbs. Gibbs across the 40 before he's met and yeah. driven back. He should pick up two, maybe three on the carry. It'll bring up second down. 
and Randy, the man on the receiving end, was Lucas Carlisle. He was the one that tried to catch it as it went out of bounds, and he, he tipped it out. So it'll be second and seven for Holly Pond from their 41. Tight set. They'll give it to Brody off the right side, pulling one tackler, and then they'll gang tackle it. One thing Southeastern will do, they're very, they're very active and aggressive towards the – they fly around on defense. They'll – so a good stop by Southeastern as they'll say really roughly no gain, it'll bring up third down. And, Randy, you, like you said, it was gang tackling. I didn't get the number of the men that made the stop or the men that made the stop that time. Ten fifty to go in this opening quarter. Holly Pond having it first. Again, reminder: last night the volleyball team also uh, finished area play as they defeated Cold Springs three sets to none. Also, Fallville uh, two sets to none. So third down, we'll give it to uh, Gibbs. Gibbs tripped up after a gain of two into the forty-three. It'll bring up fourth down. And Randy, this early in the game, they like a good five yards. I think he'll be kicking it away. But let's see if he goes for it. No, I think they're going to yeah, kick it away. They're, kick, they're sending in their kicking team, yeah. No time to be a riverboat gambler here. Time to get in there and get it on. I figured you were talking about that because I passed the bingo halls on my way. Did you? Coming up 79 up here. Did you go play bingo very much or no? No. Well, I like to play bingo, but, you know, maybe we'll do it sometimes, yeah. you know, whether it's a get-together or something like that. But, no, that. Good snap. The kick is away. It's a nice long spiral angle to the far side of the field. It'll hit and take a roll, and Garcia will touch it near the 21-yard line. A good kick and a good cover there by Garcia, sir. The kick was from a 42 to the 20-yard line. Sir. That was actually, now that was Miguel that was punting for Holly Pond. Southeastern will open up with one receiver left, three to the right. I hope we recognize it because we're still playing a regular safety. They'll give it, trying to come off the right side. We got a hold of it. Nice job by the defense. Yeah, he's going to pick up a couple on the run. Well, nah. it's going to be one if he. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they may give him two, Ron. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, the down marker is giving him two. And good stop by the Bronco defense. Part of that good stop was number 77, uh, Alexander Grazier. So Williams, with the initial carry, he'll go to the left side of Williams, and they'll give it to him once again. Cuts back through the middle, got a little opening. Powers over one tackler. He's got his first down out to the 35-yard line. Now Williams is making a great run before McCoy finally wrapped up on him, and then a couple come in hefty, but uh, a good run by Williams. So that gives him 15 yards to start out with. Yeah, that was a nice run, by, nice run by Williams. He bounced off two tacklers and kept his legs moving. They'll go with three receivers left, tied in to the right. The one back set. 
They'll roll quarterback to the left side, and he'll throw a pass caught at midfield. Then the no, ball rolls out. Yeah. And are they going to call it? He looked like he had it, but when it went down, it, when he hit the ground or was going down, it started falling out of his hands. I was actually looking at the uh, hold on the far side. Yeah. Because we had one in contain that was trying to get in the play, and the guy had him actually from the backside of the pads. Yeah. He wasn't going anywhere. They're playing three out to the side. We have two men covering, and I'm looking any minute from to go right over the middle with a quick whoopee pass. They call. And they'll try to give it in the back middle. off the middle. He's, he's going to he's going to be very near a first down as uh, Ware took the handoff, and I think he's going to be about a yard short. He is a yard short. But it's a it's a, a, a close yard. It's a short yard there, Randy. Good blocking by the interior of the southeastern line. 7:49 to go in the quarter. No score. This time they'll send the tight end to the left. Three receivers right. They'll put the back where on the right side. Back to pass. They'll sprint the quarterback left. Throw quick. Got the tight end for a first down across midfield. The 45 and near the 43 of Holly Pond. Yeah. Yeah. He's going. He's going to pick up. Uh, let's see. They were spotted on the 44, so he picked up 12 on that carry. But like a good running back, he had his head down trying to make extra yards with it. Well, one thing McMillan did, he got his shoulder squared on the turn for the throw. Yeah. Sprinting left. And that was that really helped. And this time they go a two by two form. Two receivers both sides got motion to the right side, and we've got flags down. That'll step off five. It'll make it first and fifteen. Yeah. And we need that break early in the game here. You know, we was talking about that tight end. That was so good. He's six foot four, Ron. So he's a. He's a target that's very easy to find. And he showed he's got good hands. Reminds you of you when you was in high school. Oh, of course. Don't? Yeah. Good hands. He's not as tall. Tall. Well, yes, what are you, 6'2", 6'2"? About 6'1". 6'1". They'll bring motion left to right. This time, they'll sprint McMillan to the right. They'll throw the pass underneath. Caught first down at the 40. 30, gets away from one man down to the 20 and finally driven out of bounds near the 16. Uh-oh, he, he shoved him into the fence, Randy, so we're well, going to get a I don't know. That fence fight. is really close, Ron. It's right it's it, right at the field. Level. It is, but he was shoving on him, so the referee was right there throwing a little yellow hanky. Yeah, he did throw it. I see him pick it up now. I couldn't see it because it was up against the fence. Yeah. Oh, he threw it over the fence? Okay, I was, I was looking. I couldn't see it. But, you know, that fence is pretty close to our Oh, it's real close. Yeah. Yeah, you one shove, and, you know, you're right there. They'll move it into the nine. It'll be first and goal. Turn, give it to Williams. Williams stutter steps, gets to the corner, and he is in for the touchdown. Yeah, Williams shook off a heavy tackle out there, so Williams is nine-yard run with 547 
in the first quarter. So the Mustangs take a quick score. So it's, let's see. So it's six to nothing. Let's see if they'll line up. Looks like they're going for two. 5.47 to go in the quarter. The way they, well, no, did they call it back? The way they run in the ball, Randy, I can see why they're going for The pass back oh, of the corner out of, to end zone. Yeah, he's and out And they called it good. Wow. So the two-point conversion is good. That'll make it 8-0 Southeastern. That official had a different view than I did. That's a tough corner to see, Ron. We're in the top row of the bleachers on the visitor side, but it's uh, we got a good view of the field. But when you get to the corners, it's not an easy view. Yeah. So that'll put the Mustangs on top, 8-0, here in the first quarter, 5:47 to go, and Southeastern will be kicking off for the second time tonight. The first one, he kicked off the inside of his foot. He did that quite quite a few times. I was watching him in warmups. I don't think it's intentional. It was the way he did on his approach. He would he would round off his approach instead of coming in at an angle. And by the time he did that, he was kicking it off the inside of his foot. Kicking off for the Mustangs. They don't have a 17 on there, right? Don't. Okay. And he'll kick it off the left side again. This time we'll make the catch at the 30. Takes up the right side, gets across the 35, and he's going to be, let's see where they'll spot it. It's going to be towards the 40. Let's see, maybe right on the 40. Nope, no, he's stepping it back. It's going to be closer to the 39. Well, that's pretty good field position for the Broncos to take off in. Arpon picked up six yards on their first possession. And I believe we're going to be going with a few wide-out sweeps on this one. Randy, we're not getting right up the middle like we should. They'll run the option to the left side. Pitch taken in by Gibbs. He's got the 40-45 and driven out of bounds at the 47. Yeah, he was tackled by number 20, Jared Williams. He's a senior, 5'8", 140 pounds, but he is a tough 140 pounds. He's going to pick but up that, eight yards. Yeah, but that's a good run by Adam Gibbs. Did you say Adam? Not Adam. By <laughs> yeah. Boston. Yeah. Hey, I call all them Gibbses by different names. <laughs> so second down and two for the Broncos at the Holly Pond 47. Keeper by Sawyer, and he's going to struggle to get back towards the line of scrimmage. Oh, he, he moved the down marker about a foot back. But it's going to bring it up third down and two. I think he'll run to the wide side of the field this time, Randy. They got no room over here. Well, the, you got the big tight end on that side, too, and you, one of the big linemen. And they'll give it to Gibbs straight up the middle. And Line Surge has got his first down to midfield. Way to go. So, Hardipon picks up a first, first down. 
first down. Compliments of Kalisa Shackles, your alpha agent in Holly Pond. Boston four carries for 17 yards here in the first quarter. Boston had a good game last week. Him and Sawyer both. Let's hope he can do it this week. So first down at midfield. We'll roll. Sawyer got a man open. Throw towards Fox. Fox is. Oh, no. The fingers right through his hands. Yeah. Fox had a, Fox had a step on the defender. <laughs> man, that's a heartbreaker right there. Bring up second and ten. But that was a good time for a pass, Randy. Yeah, because they, they had, had everybody sucked in on defense. Yeah, they had them ready for a quick run and faked them off. Yeah, if he makes that catch, uh, we're inside the 10. It'll be second down at midfield. This time we'll run the option to the right side. And Sawyer tucks it up, and he's only going to get about one into the 49. And that is going to be, I'm going to get that guy's number when he comes over here. Uh, it'll be third down and nine. He's got number eight. For them is uh, John Garrett Head. He's a junior. Okay, Sawyer gets a play in. We're at three three-minute mark to go in the uh, first quarter. Wake Lock, it's 15. Holly Palm will come to the line. It's going to be third down and nine. We need the 40-yard line. We'll give it back this side. And a power move into the 45 to the 43. And it's time to go for it on fourth down. We're in their territory. Faulkner will take it for uh, six. We got a long three on the fourth down, but I would be going for it. And they're not sitting in the kicking team, so here we go. Yeah, Sawyer, came, Sawyer came all the way across to talk to the coaches to get his play call. Still plenty of time on the play clock. We've got 16 seconds remaining as they'll hit, get to the line. Now they'll shift out of it. Sawyer goes out to the right side. Snap back to Boston. Boston rolls, throws it down the sideline. Oh, it's got to be him down. Boston's pass was intended. I believe that was going to be Fox once again. He was. He had one step on the defender along the right sideline. So. And the defender just pushed him down. So it'll be a pass interference. Be good for 15 yards. The first down, and we should be. We're on the 40. I'm on the 43. 43. So take so you down the 28. We should. Yeah. yeah. Good pass, Price. Right, keep going. You're almost there. They went a yard short, Ron. 
Oh, he only uh -oh. stepped off 14. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> he's at the 29. We want a long-legged referee. Out yeah, he, he, yeah, his legs are a little short. Yeah, give us a he, he put the feet out there, but it only went so far. Gives straight up the middle to Boston inside the 25. Yeah. And he's finally turned back near the 22, 23. He got pushed back for about a yard, but I believe they're going to give him this forward motion there, Randy. Now, they're going to they're gonna stop it at the 20. Let's see. Is his left foot the one that he's marking over here? Yeah, but that's still going to be the 23. Okay. He's going to pick up six. It'll bring up second and four. Nearing the end of the first quarter, 8-0, Southeastern leads. We're here at Southeastern High School down on Highway 75 between Onion and Pinson. This time we'll roll Sawyer to the right, and he's got very little running room. Good containment off he the should, left side of the defense. Up three, or four, three yards anyway, Randy. Uh, he's going to get Number two. Two, okay. Come on, boy. So it'll bring up third down and two. Sawyer's going to be give out from running over the sidelines getting the play. Yeah. <laughs> and we got anybody can run them in for him. <laughs> He'll go under center. Turns, gives, coming back this side. is Faulkner. Faulkner will be near the 20. He's going to be about a yard short, I believe. No, if he gets inside the 20, it'll be a first down. Let's see where the – no, they put it right, right on, on the 20. 20 on the, it's going to be fourth and one. Side, so. Fourth and one. Let's There's not a lot to the outside with their speed and containment, the way they're playing. Right. They're actually putting six men on the line. That's the end of the first quarter, Randy. So at the end of the first quarter, it's the Holly Pond Broncos. Nothing threatening. And the and Southeastern Mustangs on the march. And you're listening to Holly Pond Broncos football on hollypondbroncos.com and 98.3 Praise FM. And, folks, we want to thank Talisa Shackles, your hometown alpha agent in Holly Pond, Walker Brothers in Bayleton for all your building supply needs, affordable tire and automotive for tires, alignments, tune-ups, they call affordable and wealthy. Traditions Bank with offices in Winston, Coleman, Blunt, and Morgan County. Traditions Mortgage in Coleman. Holly Pond Animal Clinic in downtown Holly Pond. That's Dr. Mitch Smith and Dr. Peyton Smith. Citizens Bank and Trust, a small bank making a big difference. That's Alan Wood is the branch manager there. Hopper's Family Market and Pharmacy. They're dedicated to bringing customers the best service, grocery items, meat, produce, and prescription drug needs. So go by Hopper's Family Pharmacy Market in Fairview. Mullins Body Shop, 24-hour towing. The free estimates, painting, where quality is a difference at Mullins Body Shop on Highway 31 South in Coleman. Merchants Bank. Merchants Bank is a way better bank. Discover the power of a great community bank. Randall Shedd, Alabama House District 11. The Rough House in Berlin. And Farmers Poultry and Supplies on Highway 157 in Coleman. Ah, right, the Broncos has got to get one yard, fourth down. 
Man, we need to stay in this thing. So it's going to be fourth and one for Holly Pond from the southeastern 20. We'll turn, give it to Gibbs. They meet him in the backfield, Ron, and I don't think he's going to get there. He didn't make it. We actually ran that one to the right side. We've been going to the left, and he'll they'll hold us on fourth down with no game. So Southeastern will get the football with their 20 as we're early in the second quarter. 11.53 left to go. Randy, Southeastern is like uh, Pleasant Valley was last week. When it comes down to the nitty-gritty, they tighten up, and they tightened up that time with a yard to go, and he only got a foot of it. So. Southeastern will send three to the left. They'll put a tight end on the right side. They'll also go with a Wesley got a one-back set. He's on the right side. Now motion left to right. They'll sprint. McMillan to the right. Quickly throws pass. Almost intercepted. Faulkner broke on it from, from his linebacker position and almost had the pick. Great read, though, by Faulkner. First and ten. Second and ten. On that on. Pleasant Valley's 20-yard line. Again, same formation as it put the back on the left side. They'll give it to Williams. He's got a hole. He's got the 30, 40, midfield. One man with an angle on him, and he'll knock him out of bounds near the 20-yard line. That one man with the angle was uh, Lucas Carlisle. He has had a pretty decent game tonight, Carlisle has. But not before he picked up from the 20. To where is he going to be at down there? Looks like the thir 13 or 14. 14, so. Picked up 30 and 30, 60. He picked up 66 yards on that carry. So. Okay, we got to tighten up here, gentlemen, and hold them. Going to go with a split backfield, a back either side of McMillan. McMillan, two receivers left. Now they'll send a man back. They'll bring Williams back to this side. He'll try to spin, cut back. Faulkner's got him, and it'll be a short game. Let's see, may give him, you may give him one, one into the 13. It'll be second and nine. Yeah, and Faulkner made a good stop that time. Faulkner's a 5'6", 175-pound junior. He's listed as a running back. McMillan takes a snap. They'll give it right side. Oh, and a nice play. And again, Faulkner on the stop. Yeah, he might pick up a couple on that one. Let's see what they... No, I don't think Ware's going to pick up anything. Yeah. No, Ware, Ware was held for no gain. So, it'll be third and nine. Well, he moved it over a foot, but uh, third and nine. All right, Broncos, let's stop them right here. Looks like Ware will go out. They'll send another receiver on. They'll go three receivers right. They'll, they'll put Williams on the left side of McMillan. 
They'll bring motion right to left, and we've either got a timeout or a flag. What do we have? Or... Oh, illegal procedure. Off, yeah, it's going, it's going to go on southeastern. They'll step off five. Was it offside or illegal procedure? They must have lined up offside. Okay, so puts us in a little better position. Now it's going to be third and 12 or 13. We'll bring them back to about the 18. Still a little confusion lining up. Now they'll bring motion right to left. McMillan sprints to left, looks, throws towards the corner of the end zone, incomplete. Overthrows his receiver, so that's going to bring up fourth and 12 now. Do you think they have a? No. Oh, they don't. Okay, so we'll probably see another pass right yeah, here. Yeah, they're going to, either that or they're going to try to give it to uh, Williams, one of the two, because Williams has had great success, but they're going to, they're going to take a timeout. So timeout on the field, Southeastern, 9.14 to go in this first half of play. It's the Mustangs 8 and the Broncos 0. Right. If you haven't had a chance to meet your new uh, school principal, Dr. Nate Ayers, he wants to invite you to Holly Pond High School. Each year, our staff will have a theme or focus that will be striving for you. This year, our theme is Bring Family Back. In order to truly live our motto, we have to strive to become one town and one family, and we need your help. On October the 31st, we will be hosting the first ever trick-or-treat with the Broncos. That night, we will partner with the town of Holly Pond and the Holly Pond Volunteer Fire Department to host a trick-or-treat event. Every team or club in our campus will have a booth set up to give out candy that night. There are two main ways that you can help. Set up a booth that night at our school and give out candy with us. Or if you can't set up a booth, call us, send your candy, and one of our kids in school will give out the candy for you. In a day or time when fall, okay. So fourth down, McMillan's rolling left, stops, looks, throws, pass, knocked down. Okay, so we'll Knocked down by Jaden. Yeah, we'll take over first and ten. On the high point, way to go, Broncos, way to go. So we'll have it around near our 18-yard line. Not as good a field position as we want, but we'll take it right there and go. Ronnie's getting a little cooler out here tonight. Yeah. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you something else too. Pennington's scoring so much tonight that that Kevin keeps texting. <laughs> He's going to be texting me more than Rachel is today. There you go. This right. Rachel is she at the volleyball tournament? Well, we ain't got a volleyball tournament. We, we played last night. Yeah, but oh, okay. You said when she texts you, I thought. No, she's she's home tonight. And a give off the left side. That's primarily been where we've made our yardage. As uh, that's Faulkner on the carry. He picked up two on that carry there. He's gonna get more than that. He's gonna he's gonna get around three. Okay. Put it down there and let's go, team. So it'll be second about seven. You know, if I give it to Faulkner a few more times, he'll have a good game tonight. 
time off the right side. Uh, he's going to say who done, who done the carry. Did Faulkner do it again? No, no, that's, yeah, it was Faulkner. Yeah, it was Faulkner. There you go. So, it's going to pick up, it's going to be third down, and we'll call it a long three. Okay. Faulkner's getting it three yards in a cloud of dust. He might have to get it again. Oh, Broncos, we need this first down right now. We need a touchdown to stay in this game. And yeah, I think Southeastern's offsides. Yeah. So we went with a hard us, count. That's going to give us and a And Southeastern jumped. Yeah. That'll and give us a first down. First. That's the best way to get a first down there, team. Ron, that's four penalties now for uh, 30 yards for oh, the Mustangs. Yeah, one was a great penalty, like a pass interference play. So it'll be first down for Holly Pond. We got yeah. 7.46 to go in the half. We trail 8-0. This time, bring it back as Brody to the right side. He's got the 30, 35, and driven out of bounds. He's going to be about a yard or two yards from first down. If he gives him a good spot, he'll have nine yards on that carry. Yeah, they're gonna give it. They're gonna give it to him. Ron. Yeah, there you go. He earned every bit of it. So, so it'll Where's be second go, and one from the thirty-seven. You know, Randy, they may be letting Brody and. Uh, uh, well, you've got three backs in the lineup. They're just yeah. used up up close. Yeah. They will pitch it to the left side. It's gonna be a halfback pass. And Gibbs tries to throw it, it. and I think, I think Fox, did he get it? No, he got nope. he, it. come out from under him when he hit the ground, and I don't know if the defender had his arm in there or not. But That was, uh, let's see who that was on the. That was 13. That was 30. 13 on the coverage, Ron. Yeah, okay. That was uh, Pendleton. Yeah, but uh, the Fox, Ethan Westall, was the receiver on the thing. Gonna make it third down and one. That was that was that was a good play call in that situation. Because sometimes you can catch them napping. Yeah. Straight ahead is Sawyer. Yeah. Line surge should have it. He, he should have got that. Because they're gonna they spot it at, the, at yeah. the 39. That should be a first down. Yeah. Should have it by a clear yard. There you go. He's motion for him to move it now. It'll be first down on Holly Pond, tier 39, 6.44 to go in the first half. Now, that's why we like moving them chains. This running game's eating up a clock, but we'll take it. It did last week. Yeah. Yeah, last week, uh, we had, I, I, I believe we had possession the majority the game. They'll run it this side. Brody bobbled it on the handoff. He'll lose yardage back to the 33. But It'll he, be a loss of six. Brody dropped it, but he wisely jumped on it to secure the ball. But that's going to be second about 15 or 16 now. Now, running this style offense, that is something that will make it difficult because you put yourself behind the chains now. Now you're going to have a second down and 16. 
Sawyer fakes to Gibbs, takes it himself, across 35, and driven back as he got near the 36. He'll pick up three. Well, it looks like a big hole opening up closes really quickly the way that they move on defense. It's going to be third and 13. You know, I don't know if they planned it this way, but have you noticed that uh, both members of the administrations here, they both got green caps, white shirts. One's got khaki shorts, one's got khaki pants. Have you noticed that, Ron? Yeah. I don't know if they planned that or... What? Well, fake the sweep to this side, rolling out Sawyer. He's got a man behind him, and he's not going to pick up but about one. So we'll be kicking it away now, Randy, because that's going to be fourth and... Fourth and at least 11. Yeah, they may give him two, depending on which what? foot he uses. Either way, it's going to be fourth and a long way to go. Yeah. So that'll be a timeout, I think, called by Southeastern once again. If so, it would be their second. That'll leave it with one timeout as you've got 4.43 to go in the half as the Mustangs lead 8-0. Well, and Randy, I didn't get to finish telling about our trick-or-treat at Holly Pond. If you would be interested in setting up a booth, please contact uh, Dr. Ayers at N-A-Y-E-R-S, that's Nate Ayers, at C-O-C-C-B-O-E dot R, or call the school at 256-796-5169. The deadline to commit to a spot is October the 20th at two uh, at 3 o'clock. Your commitment will cost you nothing and will guarantee you a spot in our event. Also, please note that we are looking to have games, uh, have games, just booths, or tables. Okay. And it's going to be a fake. Sawyer's taking it off the left side, but he's got a long way to go, and he's not going to get there. Make it, no. He, he's going to pick up five, six yards, but it's not going no, to be No, he's going to pick up about four. Four, okay. He, he needs to uh, sit down and say, I made a good try at that time, and I don't blame him for trying it, Randy. It's 428 left in the second. Well, you're not going to run that with Miguel because Miguel's, uh, you know, he's trying to heal up that shoulder, and he can't afford to be hit. So they'll have a good good. Field position, dot 42. They'll throw, swing a pass out to the right side. Caught. He's at the 45, 35, and we got flags down. And let's see what the call will be. What? Where was the flag at, man? Oh, it's back here. Yeah, it's back here. Screen. Yeah. Well, it's, it's I'd close say to it's holding or something if it's that far Well, it was, it was near the lineman. We'll see what, yeah. they'll, what they'll call. Oh. They threw the pass out the right side to Reed. Yeah. Holding against the Mustang, so. They'll step off 10. And that's another. Why does that give them 40 yards tonight, Randy? Yeah, they'll give them 40. Yeah, 40 yards. So they'll step it off back to. Keep on going. You got two more. Nope. He always stops one short. He sure does. I think it's a leg length. I do too, Randy. We need to let you go out there and step it off. 
Yeah. 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 We're hitting a, we a fisher with longer legs. Yeah. <laughs> well, your legs, we would, have, we would have a touch back in the end zone. In the end zone. The 50-yard line. Yeah. Uh, put it up the 49-yard line of Southeastern. They'll go uh, multiple receivers right, one left. They'll give it inside to Williams. Williams cuts, and he's going to be held up near midfield unless they give him the 49 of Holly Pond. If so, it'll be a gain of two. Randy, we want to wish George Bynes a happy birthday. Today's his birthday. I went down to the nursing home, and uh, Jane Black was down there. We was there last year, and uh, a whole bunch of others, but uh, it's two sisters. So, George, we want to wish you a happy birthday. He's supposed to be listening in tonight. I hope he is. Uh, I sent, him, I sent him a message today. Oh, did you? Good. Yeah. Happy uh, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, George Bynes. So they'll give him a gain of three. They'll bring a tight end out. Left end, we've got motion by yeah. the left tackle. Yeah. They'll step off five more. Come on, we'll take it. Back it up, back it up. He was going on one. Everybody else was going on two. Yeah, and... If we can stop them here and get the ball back, we got 312. They should run another minute and a half off us, so we'll have about a minute and a half to. Well, Southeastern gets the ball to begin the third quarter also, so you, you know they're going to want to try to control it at the end of this quarter. Clock running at 312 to go into half, 8-0, Southeastern leads. McMillan gives it, cutting back as Williams, and we'll break it. No, it's not break. That's where where will be brought down near the 45-yard line. He'll pick up pick two. Up. Yeah, he did, made very short yardage for that run around this end. Around the well, it was a deep handoff, and he was hit near the line of scrimmage and ended up falling forward midfield. That'll make it third down, and we'll say about um, nearly 18. Was Faulkner the man that hit him that time, Randy? I didn't watch. I was watching. I was watching the, the ball carrier to ball. see if it was going to be Williams or where. One's 20. One's 26. And they got to turn sideways for you to know which one's which. Two receivers, both sides. One back set. They'll send motion left to right. He'll stop at a wing. They'll sprint McMillan that way. Quick pass out. Caught and Reed with the reception. But he's he's going to pick up maybe eight he's still into the 42. Be, he's still going to have about 11 yards. Well, no, he may be back to the original line of scrimmage. But it's fourth and ten now. And it'll be another call timeout. The only thing I – they're going to say timeout Holly Pond. So Holly Pond will use a timeout with a minute 54 to go in the half. We appreciate you listening at home. If you're not here, we've got a big crowd here. And uh, as Holly Pond's made the trip here into southern Blount County. Ron, Randy, what you got to do tomorrow? Go to volleyball. Oh, okay. Play at 9 o'clock in the morning at West End. Oh, God. They made a change in the lineup. It was originally going to be Ohatchee, uh, Westbrook, Christian, and uh, West End in a quad. And now it's going to be Pleasant Valley 
uh, West End and Westbrook Christian. And the bad part is you play at 9, 10, and 11. There's no break. No break. Randy, you will get done in time to come by the uh, new Traditions Bank building. They're setting up the nets tomorrow. And so you can work with them. They'll kick it away. Oh, what a boomer. Boy, yeah, get let, away from let that. Try to run into the end zone. It did. And yeah. it's it be a touchback. Touch so go. we'll have it on the 20 yard line. That man was, yeah, they're putting up the nets tomorrow at the new Traditions Bank uh, batting cage for the softball and the baseball team. So they're going to start about eight or nine. I think they got all the workers they need, but I think they need a little supervision. So maybe you one needs to go up there. I'll let you do it because. At 8 o'clock, I'll be on my way over there. I'll go at 8, but they'll still need you at 12 because it's going to take all day and they may have to work another day. But They've got it laid out with the lumber and the eye bolts and everything up there ready to go. Back dropping back is Sawyer. Throws it deep, headed to Jay. Jay's got it! 40, 30, and brought down inside the 25-yard line. Way to go, Jaden Holloway, that was a chunk, a very good pass, and a very good interception on the run. Oh, oh, oh Jaden's a senior, and he'll remember that catch from now on. Jaden had a good step. You know, we've had we've had a step on the defender multiple times in this game. We just hadn't made the connection yet until then. And we're glad Tristan uh, Hibbert, Hibbert is down there on the field. He's Run it this way, the right side. Sawyer's got the 20, cuts back, 15, dives towards the 10. So way to go. So we've got plenty of time to score. Should be a first down depending on where they where they mark it. It's going to be close. Let's see how he's got there. Yes, first down. He picked up 11 on the carry. Okay, y'all. So it'll be first and 10 from the 11. We got a minute 27, and we got a player down. In the backfield. Got a minute, and they're still running the clock. Uh, hey. That brought it That put, brought it down to a minute put six 16. seconds back on the clock. Oh, actually closer to seven or eight. Yeah. Why did everybody give us some? Folks, we want to thank all of our sponsors. If you'd like to be one, just contact me. My number's at the top of the web page there. Just go in and check it out, and you can be one of our sponsors and have built your web page put on the bottom of ours. And if they click on your name, it'll go right into your web page for you to sell your goods or services. And we have great sponsors like Mall Service and Funeral Home. They've been providing funeral and cremation service with compassion since 1982. Holly Pond Tire and Lube for tires, wheels, oil changes. They're a family-owned and operated business in downtown Holly Pond. Stewart's Auto Parts in Holly Pond and Coleman. Hall's RV in Albertville. Heritage Dunlites, Dr. Brad McKinney in Arneola. Alabama Web Presses on Eva Road. Dan Stevens with Alabama Health County. Solomon Photography, the Spirit Shop, the Awards Pass, Adams Building Company. And epic car walk. So first down for Holly Pond. Sawyer yeah. takes it himself. He will stumble inside the 10 towards the 8. Let's see if they'll give him 2 or 3 on the carry. And they actually say he got down to the 6, Ron, where they're oh. going. Well, he, I they, think it's close to the 7. They gave him a seven. good spot. 
It looks like it's closer to the seven. Yeah. So he picked up four. It'll be second and six. Gibbs up the middle. Not a lot. As uh, they actually but now, but now we go rolled our line backwards. We're going to have to have a huddle up offense. That's We're going to have to take a timeout. Holly Pond will use a timeout with 50 seconds remaining. So that'll be our second timeout. It'll be third down. We'll call it uh, three for the first down. Yeah, we want to thank all of our sponsors, Randy. If you'd like to be one, give me a call. We have a great website and a great reception now on 98.3 FM. It's a Christian station during the week, but on Friday nights, it's the Holly Pond Broncos football. So tune in to 98.3 for good And that's also music. during basketball season. Yeah, basketball season. We're Ron, you need some help. Nah, I'm, my, my foot's too big to get up here. Well, I thought you was going to take that blue chair in front yeah. of you. I don't know who put that thing in my way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you, pick, you picked out this spot. Who was there? Actually, nobody. When I was, but I, uh, I've been noticed. Nobody. I put you right on the fifty-yard line, Ron. I, you can't beat that. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be third down. We'll say about three for the first down. We from can, about the fourth. We can make a first down. Saw your rolls. Looks. Now he turns it up. Chance to dive at the corner. Down. Touchdown! Way to go. Touchdown, Broncos. Ah, let's put our two in there now. Let's go, Broncos. 38 seconds left to go in the ball game, and the Broncos pump it in there. So, Holly Pond gets on the scoreboard. It was a four-yard carry by Sawyer. It was actually a rollout. We had brought two receivers back across the back of the end zone. The defenders went with them, and... I think we're going to use our final timeout here with uh, 35 seconds to go in the half. We need it because we need another great run like that. We need to tie this thing up before we go in at halftime. So, even though Southeastern gets a ball coming out here, we need to tie it up and get ready to go. Folks, we want you to go by and see all of our sponsors. Tell them thank you for sponsoring Holly Pond Sports. We are here for basketball, volleyball, and uh, we've only done a couple of volleyball games, but we'll do the softball games. We will do it again this year. Uh, we will probably be doing more softball than we will baseball because we're going to follow that uh, high school class. Uh, that's It's got Ellie Burks, Randy's daughter, in it, but we got some more great seniors in that team. we got... Uh, Macy Black and Cameron Tankersley and uh, Lauren uh, Hoffman. Lauren Hoffman, yeah. And uh, we got two more. Yeah, uh, Gracie. Uh, mm. No, nah, is Gracie Thomas? No. No, it's uh, you're actually. I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. Yeah, me and you both. One of them is a Simmons or something, but I don't know. Is there a brown? All right, they're going to line up, go for two. It's going to be a give back off the right side to Brody, 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 and no good, no good. He must have got, well, he hit the pylon down there, so. He must have stepped out before he got to the pylon. Oh, okay. So the try for two fails, and so we've got. 35 seconds left. The clock didn't run. 
That guy's having a little bit of yeah, he had, bit of trouble. Yeah, he, had, he had three three seconds run on. I believe it took a little bit more. Than well, that. they actually put it back on at a minute twenty five. Oh. And uh, but uh, Holly Palm with a player down. But Ron, go ahead and go over our sponsors while while we got a break. All right. And great sponsors like Adams Buildings Company in Bluntsville, the Awards Palace in Coleman, the Spirit Shop on Highway 31 North in Coleman, Sullivan Photography and Travel, Dan Stevens, Alabama Health Guidance, Alabama Web Presses, Heritage Dental, that's Dr. Brad McKinney in Oneonta, Halls RV in Albertville. Halls RV has some great RVs, fifth wheels. Their motto is we sell fun and they do it. Uh, Stewart's Auto Parts, Holly Pond Tire and Lube, Moss Service and Funeral Home, Farmers Poultry and Supply, The Rough House in Berlin, Holly Pond Supermarket, and downtown Holly Pond. You can go by and get gas or diesel 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So go by and fill up your tank when the rest of the play, the rest of Holly Pond's sleeping. Randall Shedd, Alabama House District 11. Merchants Bank of Alabama, Mullins Body Shop, Hopper's Family Market and Pharmacy, Citizens Bank and Trust, Holly Pond Animal Clinic, Traditions Bank, Traditions Mortgage, Affordable Tire and Automotive, Walker Brothers and Bennington, and Alpha Insurance Agent Talisa Shackleson. As uh, Caleb Leonard was the injured Mustang on the play. As uh, he jogged off on his own... uh, Uh, officials calling for a new football for before Miguel can tee it up. Yeah, okay. Let's, I wanted an official think that and didn't have enough air in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know who's sitting in your chair right now, Ron. Oh, yeah. yeah I, it's I, it's I, I was that chair. Oh, that and yours. Oh, they swapped. Okay. Is this his chair? No, we're kidding. It was yeah. a joke. <laughs> I, I, I bumped my foot on it, and Randy thought I was falling down. He said, "I said I don't know who put that hey, chair in my way." I've seen you walk. Anytime you start moving, I'm concerned, and it'll be a squib kick and onside, and it's not going to go the distance as it'll end up being at our 45. So west end, west, so southeastern will have possession at our 45 with 28 seconds to go in the first half. I like seeing us squib it and punch it a little farther down because they they can throw the football. I hate to see them get it with that good a field position. Yeah. Because I don't think they're going to take a knee, Randy. No, they're not. They're going to try, they're eight, gonna try eight, to score. Six. they got 28 seconds, and right. I think they, they still got, got a timeout or two. Actually, they're going to move it all the They're going to move it to our 42, Ron. Hmm. So they actually did, did they penalize us five yards for not kicking it far enough? That's what they did. Okay. There you go. They'll go with three receivers left. Now they'll move the tight end. They'll flex him out to the right. <coughs> McMillan gives it to Williams. He will dodge one man, too, and will be close to the 35. 
He's going to pick up six, seven yards on that carry. Made a good run off the right side. And took, eight, seven. and took off eight seconds on the clock. So. Well, he got out of bounds. Yeah. So it'll be just inside. Well, actually more on the 35. You got 20 seconds remaining in the half, eight to six, Southeastern leads. Southeastern with a possession at our 35. Now they'll go a two-by-two two format, two receivers both sides. McMillan straight back looking, throws across the middle, passes incomplete. Ooh. Yeah. They actually, they actually had one man. He was doing a deep post, and and we we had dropped our linebacker back in coverage, and he was really the nearest to it. It's like somebody must have wrong the run the wrong route because you had you had both receivers going deep. And it ran off eight seconds on the clock, and that's seven and eight seconds. What it takes to make a quick pass play. Yeah, but he can really he he's got a quick he can release. Put it in the end, yeah. Two receivers again, both sides. This time they'll bring motion right to left. McMillan turns and gives it to Williams. Williams takes it off the Uh-oh. left side. He's got first down yardage still going. He's got opening, and he will take it for a touchdown. He, when he did the cut back across the middle, there was no one home. And so he took it for the touchdown run. Sure did so. Bad break for the Broncos. They not only didn't score their two points down here, but they let the Mustangs get a touchdown on them as the time ran out on the clock. So when they try this extra, it'll go a two-point. McMillan rolls right. He's looking in the back of the corner and end zone, floats it, and it is incomplete. So the two-point conversion fails. But Southeastern will take us to the half, leading 14 to 6. So we, we need to pick up. And, folks, we want to thank all of our sponsors for sponsoring our program here. Go to the, our web page, look on the bottom of it, click on their website. And call Dr. Ayers at the school, 796-5169, or N. Ayers at CCBOE. Dot org to schedulers. The scheduling date is October the 20th to get your booth ready. Uh, uh, Randy, I think men, men, you're going to be broadcasting that night, right? Yeah, that's that's the plan right now. We'll have our show that night as long as there's not, you know, something going on with volleyball or something. Where, but uh, that's the plan right now. Is we'll uh, we'll uh, do you we'll know be, who's going to be our guest or, or just anybody that comes down the road will just talk to them? Actually, <coughs> uh, that should be Mr. Cuz that night. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Depending the on, cross you know, country. Yeah, because yeah. they'll be getting ready to go to the, sec- getting ready to go to the sectionals, mm-hmm. and so we should have Mr. Cuz. And we want to wish them good luck. Boy, the, the cross country teams have really done well this year, and uh, we want to continue to wish them uh, good luck. Success, yeah. Okay, as the Holly Pond Band is taking the course, and we will let you listen to the Holly Pond Band. Probably won't hear them from this side, Ron. You don't think so? Depends on if they come over here or if they face you underway. Nah, they're loud enough. We need, yeah. Okay, folks, we're going to try to listen to the Holly Pond Band. 
Silas Reynolds is your band. We'll be joined shortly by the vice principal at Holly Pond, Andy Sims. Mr. Sims will be with us. And he'll tell us all about what's going on. And he just joined us. So, Mr. Sims, it's glad you're here. You're a new assistant principal. And tell us a little bit about yourself, where you came from, where you went to school. And, uh, and uh, well, yes, sir. Well, first, I just want to say it's an honor to be with you guys. And uh, when I was kind of researching the uh, – position at Holly Pond and trying to do all the studying that I could to get ready for interviews and all, uh, I found your guys' radio program on the internet, <laughs> and uh, I actually went back and listened to your interview of Dr. Ayers that night, and wow. uh, and kind of was trying to scope him out a little bit, and so, uh, but I'm uh, Andy Sims, I came from Boaz High School, I've been there for about 15 years, and uh, I graduated from there in 98, and I've been teaching there for around 15 years, and so this is... Uh, 
it's just kind of a new thing for me and uh, stepping out. And but sure, I'm glad to be at Holly Pond. Great. Well, we're we're glad to have you, and I'm glad you listened to Dr. Ayers's interview. I have a hard time calling him Dr. Ayers because he grew up when we called him yes, Nate. So every once in a while, I I call him over, but uh, he, he did do a good interview, and uh, we're looking forward to working with him and some of his techniques. Well, we're looking for academics to pick up, sports programs to pick up, and uh, we're going to be here to tell everybody about it. But uh, what is your major in is it in uh, science well i've you know i've got a few different ones through the years but um my first teaching degree was in social science uh that was my bachelor's degree and then i got a master's degree in special education and uh, then i went back to the university of alabama and added on an administrative certification and uh, so that allows me to be able to do the job that I'm doing now. And, and it uh, gives you a little extra money after you get your master's and get your double A right. certificate. Uh, when uh, I was on the school board in 2000, when George Bush come out with a no child left behind. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is they want all of them to have a master's degree. Well, we had a number of teachers in the county that uh, had uh, a degree, but they didn't have a master's degree. Right. They'll say, I ain't going to do this. I don't, you know, there's fussing, but uh, Dr. Uh, Cornell, uh, Nancy Cornell, uh, or she, Dr. Horton, uh, she's Cornell first, but uh, Nancy Horton was the superintendent, and she had uh, the girl to go in, get the transcripts, and we voted to pay all their books and tuition. We went by the gas, but we paid it. And uh, a lot of them had a lot of extra credits that they needed to go towards their master's. Right. They got their master's, and, and they got that instant raise. Of course, we paid for that one, but they, they went on and got their AA administrative degree because it gave them another $5,600. So, That's great. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, I've always found that the more educated you are, the more you want others to be. Right. You know, I, that is great. Well, so. that, that's true. And in the education world, sometimes that is the only way for teachers to get an increase in pay. Um, you know, there would be years where there would be very little raises, um, but if you added on a degree, and, th- and that's what makes teaching different than a lot of jobs in that respect. Um, but yes, sir, absolutely. Well, uh, we had, uh, uh, we'd always go in proration. I, mm-hmm. I was on the school board four years and two of them we went on proration. The next year, the state legislature went to this rolling balance where whatever you got last year, you got, and they had a the uh, rainy day fund that come out of the oil drilling. So now they don't go into proration. They just can't spend no more money <laughs> next year than what they did. It don't right. matter how many students and teachers they had to get. They they just kind of, you're, you're back up, but they don't go into that proration during the year. And so, but, right. uh, when I came out of uh, college in 2003 with my first teaching degree, we were under proration, and and, right. uh, and it was a hard time to find a job back then. And now it's a lot different than that. We actually have a hard time finding teachers sometimes. Right. And uh, so we're looking for good teachers out there. And if there's any young folks listening, you know, um, we can always, uh, in our profession, we can always use good, qualified people. And uh, we're looking to, uh, at Holly Pond and the other schools, are looking for a better reading program. You're always working on your reading program in the third and fourth grade to, to get them on the right foot started. Right. So uh, I hope we get a lot of good reading programs started and going good. And uh, say you went to Boaz, so you're a pirate. Yes, sir. <laughs> Did you play football at Boaz? No, sir, I didn't. Um, and uh, I believe, though, that they're playing the Gunnersville Wildcats tonight. So uh, some friends back home, I think, will probably give me a score update on that. And 
Um, I actually went to Gunnersville until ninth grade, and we moved out to a little area called Asbury. A lot of folks from here may not know that area. And uh, but uh, and then so then that was a county school, and it only went to ninth grade, and so I finished at Boaz, tenth through twelfth. And uh, so I, I had gone to a couple of places in my you know young educational time, but uh, but I mean I'm just so happy to be here. The people have been wonderful. The students have been respectful. Um, Dr. Ayers, he's got a passion for this place, and, and um, you know, that that's contagious. And, um, and, you know, I'm right there with him. And, you know, the things you said about the things that Dr. Ayers is wanting to bring, you know, you're absolutely right, and I see that on a daily basis. And uh, the, the hours that he puts in, the passion, the work that he himself puts into it. And then we have a fantastic staff. We've got uh, teachers that are wonderful people. We have both, Dr. Ayers and I, have been in their classrooms multiple times this year, this year and uh, seeing some great teaching going on, and uh, it's a great time to be a Bronco. Good things are on the horizon. Well, you said special ed. Uh, you know, we got the best special ed teacher in the world, Stephanie Barnett there at Holly Bond. We love Miss Barnett. We love Miss Graham. Right. And uh, then we've got some paraprofessionals that help them out, and we want to give them a little bit of love, too. There so we want to send a shout-out to them. Uh, and so, uh, yes, we do. We've got some wonderful – we've got a great special ed department and our general ed department as well. And you got a great baseball coach. You know that, don't you? Destry Stone? Yes, <laughs> yes, sir. I've, I, I have met him, and uh, I think my son's going to have a little tryout with him tomorrow um, and uh, see if he can make the baseball team. So we'll see how that goes. He's, he's actually uh, – I brought my son with me. He's ninth grade. Oh. And uh, so he came with me. He was an old Albertville Aggie all his life because my wife taught uh, for Albert, at Albertville for about 18 years, and uh, now she's an administrator in Coleman City. But uh, anyway, this year we went ahead and made the change for them, and he's with me here at Holly Pond. Great. No, he, he'll be, he'll enjoy being a Bronco. I think he will. Uh, he, you know, he's he's already made a lot of friends, and, and that's part of the, the culture here. The people here are accepting and, uh, you know, and nice, and it, it's the same whether young or old. It's just there's a lot of wonderful people here, and I love the um, – the conservative Christian values, you know, that we have here in this community. That's a big thing for me, my faith. And um, and I love being able to be a part of a place like this that that still has that. Good. You you know, if you're a big Christian faith, you must be a Presbyterian. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm an old missionary Baptist. <laughs> okay. I kid ever. I, I'm an elder to Presbyterian church. Are you? So, yeah. Right. Well, uh, he should have been a <laughs> yeah, fried fried chicken. Yeah, fried chicken. Yeah, right, right. Go- gospel bird, as they right. call it, Randy. That's right. Well, now tell us how you met your wife. You said she's a school teacher. Well, um, that's an interesting story. So my dad was a was a is a pastor, but uh, her grandfather came to preach revival at our church, and her mom and her sister came to sing a special that night, and uh, I sang a special too. We didn't know each other, and uh, she always kind of says that. Uh, when she went home that night, she told her mom and them she was going to marry me. And uh, she kind of fell in love with this old boy at first sight. But uh, did she? Did, did her daddy go get her some new glasses the next morning? Right, right. <laughs> well, well, listen, the, the side of me was a lot different back then. So oh, okay. So, right, it, there I wasn't as much of you back then. No, I didn't look the same. Uh, so anyway, so that was that. We didn't immediately start dating, but... Uh, not too long after that, uh, she heard I was going to be preaching in a youth revival, and uh, she came that week to that meeting, and we got introduced on a more, you know, a little bit more, better uh, 
you know, we were a little yeah. bit more close. The other night, I only thing I did was probably go back and just shake their hand, welcome them to the church. But we got introduced then, and after that, we started dating. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, that, the rest is history, I guess, as they say. Well, I hope that uh, Dr. Ayers gets you in charge of the girls' basketball team. You know, he was at Etowah, and the little girl died with uh, cancer. So okay. they started between Holly Pond and Etowah a girls' benefit program. Mm-hmm. And last year, uh, oh, he made, when he was at Etowah, uh, he made $1,400-something that night to, to go to St. Jude's uh, Children's That's Hospital. Uh, well, most people don't realize this, but St. Jude does basically all the research for uh, cancer patients. Mm-hmm. Uh, before, when they had a, a child, they'd say, well, you weigh 82 pounds, and we, we've got this geared for an adult. It weighs 182, so we'll adjust the medicine, right. and that's not the way it works. No. You've got to do it different, but in uh, they have a real good thing between that. Uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Ayers had a, a little girl to die, and I got to meet her mother and daddy last year. We broadcast the game, and you have the girls uh, junior high, middle school, and high school teams play each other, and right. I hope we can get it over here. Sometimes it may still go well. Over I, there. And I, I think I might have heard some rumblings about uh, about something like that. And and uh, you know, helping people is is something that's way high on our uh, priority list. I mean, people for me, and that's one of the things I tried to say when I would interview. You know, people are first with me. I mean, that's that's what I'm in this for. And um, and you know. When you talk about people, um, if you're around enough of them, some of them are hurting, some of them are sick, and some of them have needs. We all have needs, but some more than others. And, you know, we want to be a part of helping people and enrich their life however we can. And uh, we certainly want to give them and, and try to facilitate a great education going out from Holly Pond High School and even the K-8, of course, you've got Miss Sparks and Mr. Weaver down there. But uh, aside just from the academic parts, you know, we want to pour into their life and uh, help them, you know, in whatever way we can. Oh, we've we've got a great school, and and they do a lot for uh, charities. I know in 2011, uh, caring for kids is a big thing, the food bank. So we had a what they call a shootout in the uh, gym, the high school uh, junior boys and senior boys, then they had the junior girls and boys. We had four goals going at one time really? in, uh, in 2011. So in 2011 seconds, which is about 29 and a half minutes, mm-hmm. Uh, we had them shooting, and they could rebound and go. And uh, that balls is going everywhere. And uh, we wanted to score uh, 2,011 points. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, we had a can of food. And every time we, we got 100 points, we'd go out there and stack a can in the middle. Well, when we got through, we had 2,900 and something cans. And uh, on the food drive, uh, we got quite a few uh, thousand and something dollars in money. Plus, to get in to watch the event, it was on Sunday afternoon. We got it, and uh, Javon Daniels came over. He's when it started Food Drive and talked about uh, when uh, got a child goes out and uh, they have to pick up the kids, you know, mm-hmm. for some abuse or something, and they got to go to foster parents. Automatically, they give them four days, four meals a day. And uh, if somebody comes in, and they have a Coleman County address. They show their driver's license off, and uh, they will automatically give them four days' food supply for whatever the family is. Right. And uh, it's great. But we wound up with uh, twenty, I mean, thirty-one hundred and something 
cans of food. We, I, I didn't think it could shoot that many. But one of the little girls, Miss Hawkins, she may still be teaching uh, there, uh, Cindy Hawkins, and she may have retired. But her daughter, uh, she shot 18 out of 20, and that was just unheard wow. of right off the bat. But uh, they all done real well and uh, made the, the caring for kids a good food drive and all. And so, yeah, we have a lot of charitable organizations and a lot of churches get involved out there. And, uh, well, uh, so you told us how you met your wife. I remember we was interviewing. Uh, we always asked them about uh, how they met their wife and who they married to. Right, right. And uh, Coach Miles at Bluntsville, he's the football coach mm-hmm. over there. Well, his dead-in-law was Billy Bond, who is a volleyball coach now, but he's a basketball coach for years. And he said, well, he met her in school, and he wanted to go home and meet her, uh, to come meet her family and all. And so, so when he come over there the first time to pick her up after they got from school, and uh, the dog bit him. And he said, oh, no. <laughs> I always remember that one thing, a dog bite me. When I, oh, when I come goodness. in the door, I said, well, if kids and dogs don't like you, you're hurting. You know? he, he must have liked her a whole lot to keep coming back after oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't actually tell you all my wife's name, but her name is Brandy Sims. And so uh, Andy and Brandy. And uh, we're, we're at most of these, uh, you know, well, I'm, I'm at all the football games unless something, I haven't missed one yet. Um, so, uh, good Lord willing, the creek don't rise. I'm going to be at all of them. But uh, my wife is, is with me at most of them as well. And so if you, if you run into us, uh, anybody that's listening, y'all come up, say hello to us. We, uh, we're love, we love people and we'd love to meet you. We'd love well, to meet anybody. You, you made a statement, if the good Lord's willing, the creek don't rise. Right. That has nothing to do with branches and streams and rivers. You knew that, don't you? No, sir. Why don't you tell me the history of that oh, little okay. line? I, somebody told me this, and then I heard it on the program. The Creek Indians, they used to get mad if, if the they moon rise didn't up. Shine, and that, that's why the good Lord willing, the creeks don't rise. That was It was set for the Creek Indians. They were real mad. You know, the Cherokees. Well, sponsored everything, and they was always upset with the creeks. But See, now, now here I am, a teacher. And you've become my teacher tonight. But, oh, uh, but, you, but you know, teachers are lifelong learners, and that's what our uh, principals are, too. And so I'm glad you told me that. So that's referencing the Creek Indians rising up and causing uh, a stir. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you taught me something on that. I'm glad to hear that. Well, now, uh, in a couple of weeks, I will be coming into uh, Mr. Morris's class. Okay. And he lets me come. And I'll be talking on the Republican-Democrat Party, the mm-hmm. platform on politics. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Coach Neal, uh, I've been coming to his class in his civics part on the Civil War. And, uh, so I'll be going to Mr. Neal's class, but I'm planning on waiting until April the 27th. That's the Southern Memorial Day. Oh, okay. And uh, go in and talk to him. But I'm sure he'll let me, you know. Right. Uh, now, when are you coming? Uh, are you coming sooner a, to, to Mr. Williams, Morris Williams? Yeah, it'll be a couple of weeks. Okay. I talked to him the other night, and he said, let us get in school, get you know, get set up right. now. A little bit. And that one's a little bit on political parties and how voting and all that. Once, uh, years ago, now they put it on the Internet. But years ago, the political party put out pamphlets and books, you know, on their platform. Mm -hmm. And that's what we talked about was the platform. Platform. Democrat and Republican. But but now they don't print the books no more. (laughs) It's all on the Internet. You have to go and read it. But uh, they still have a platform. And it's not as... So many people running running for president, right, has got their own style and, and what they talk about on the campaign trail. Yes, sir. And they get to pick their running mate nicely. But at one time, 
the political convention was big because they drafted a platform from all these states, all these things, and uh, they kind of told the new president what, what his platform right. would be. But now the new one pretty well has it because he's the one that gets the money Right. gets out there. So, yeah. Well, that, that's so. interesting. We, uh, we actually had the mayor in our school building today, oh, and okay. uh, we were in a little bit of a joint planning session, uh, getting ready for a parade and getting ready for a big event with uh, – Trick or treat with trick or treat with the Broncos, yes, sir, and uh, just kind of looking at the map and the road and seeing what roads we needed to uh, block off and all of that. Well, uh, so Doctor we, Ayers got to rallies. We, we've read it, I've read it, and he's read it. But th- this is about the the, the trick or treat. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah he yeah. he was going out and handing some of those out in the community. Um, but you know, we uh, we definitely want our our uh, students to learn, you know, learn more about the. Um, you know the government, and of course, Mr. Williams teaches government economics, and um, and just the way that that works, and getting registered to vote, and being able to take part in that process, whether that's on a local, you know, level, municipal level, or whether that's on the uh, state or federal, whatever it may be. And uh, we actually took a trip to Washington D.C. Uh, this summer, just a few weeks before. Well, when I found out I got this job, that's where we were at, and uh, so it was good to be able to uh, get to see some of that up close and in person. Did you get to go to the Smithsonian Institute? We did. Uh, and I tell you something else. It was probably the most, to me, it was the most interesting thing, and I, and it might not have would have been to anybody else. But we walked from our um, our representative's office. We had already let them know we were coming, so you could go in and meet. Uh, we met Robert Adderholt, right. Mr. Adderholt, and uh, but we walked in the underground tunnels from his from that building, the Cannon Building, oh, the underground tunnels up to the Capitol Building. And uh, so that was really interesting to me that all of that uh, infrastructure underground. Yeah. I, I know Robert. I'm in the Republican Party, and he he comes to our Republican meeting. It's the first Saturday of the month. Now we don't have one in uh, January for New Year's, and we don't have one on the Fourth of July. Right. And we've got to where we've canceled a lot of them on Labor Day weekend in yes, September. Sir. But the others, it's first Sunday at the VFW in, in Coleman, and uh, Robert will be there maybe twice a year, three times. Well, and Katie Britt, you know our new senator. Yes, sir. She's from. Pond, you know, so. Well, he was very hospitable to us. His staff was, and um, I told him we were going to give him a shout-out, and I, I did try. I think I did that on Twitter, but uh, we'll go ahead and do that for him now, too. I mean, the Rock, Congressman Natterholt's office was great, and if anybody's ever going up that way, let them know ahead of time, and they'll set you up with a, tour, you know, a guide, carry you over there to the Capitol and everything. Right. Uh, so that was, that was enjoyable. Uh, in uh, 1980, I was with the Birmingham Home Builders Association. I was on the uh, legislative committee, and uh, we went to Washington, and that's when the 235 and 245 from. So we went up there. Well, we had Tom Bevel, the one that Bevel State's named after. Yes, sir. And he, uh, when you went up there, he met you when you come in the motel and set you up, and he said, we're going to eat supper tonight together, and we're going to talk about plowing a mule or something. We're not going to talk about politics until right. tomorrow. And <laughs> by the time everybody got to his office the next day, he had them eating out of his hand. You're going to have to make your principal sit down. You can't. Come up here. <laughs> uh, come up here with me. <laughs> don't, start, don't start trouble between me and my boss, okay? <laughs> All right. Holly set to kick off as we begin this third quarter okay. play. Miguel's got it teed up. It's leaning backwards to see. And he'll squib it through the middle. It's loose on the ground and 
Southeastern will fall on it just inside their 35-yard line. So Southeastern will take over first and 10 on their 35. And uh, we had Mr. Sims. He's the assistant principal here. And uh, you didn't main- mention your two kids. You have two, right? Well, I have three. Three, okay. Uh, Jack, Jack's here with me, and then I've got uh, a daughter and a son, Grainley and Jack, oh. or Grainley and Titus. Titus. But Titus. thank y'all for having me on. I don't want to uh, interrupt y'all's broadcast. I appreciate y'all you, you having me on. Uh, anytime. Come up and see us. Appreciate oh, it. Yes, sir. Southeastern with two receivers both sides. They'll give it coming this way with Williams and a great job by the defense. They'll stack him up for about a two-yard gain. It'll bring up second and eight. Okay, Randy, you want to turn this one off? I will. (laughs) Williams with 131 yards rushing in the first half. They'll go with three receivers right, tight end left, and Williams will be directly behind McMillan. They'll leave it to him, cutting back to the left side, and again, very little gain, but he may pick up two into the 39. They'll bring up third down and six for the Mustangs. Early in this third quarter, 14 to six, Southeastern leads. And that was Kaiser Gazer on the stop that time. Kaiser, number 74, he's had a good game. He's coming out and taking a, taking a break in the... Kate Albright's going in to take his place over. They'll send motion right to left. Low snap picked up by McMillan. He'll throw the left side. Almost picked off, but the tight end got it, and he'll pick up a first down across midfield into Holly Pond territory near the 46-yard line. He'll pick up 16 yards on that carry. If they... He'll only pick up 14 yards on that uh, pass. Well, they put it on the 45, so 15-yard Randy, You keeping the stats. So the three receivers to the right once again. They'll put Williams to the left. They'll give it to him coming back right, and he's going to be inside the 40. Pile still moving inside the 35, and it'll be a first down near our 33-yard line. That's what you call a dedicated runner. He had Jaden Holloway on his back and carried him four or five yards. Jaden wrapped up. He was just holding on tight. So. Pennington leading uh, Asbury 49 to zero. Locust Fork over Cold Springs 42 to zero. Coleman leading Lee 30 to zero. Cherokee County over Hansville 28 to zero. McMillan throws screen out this side, and, and that should be that's actually a it almost looked like a backwards pass. They'll call it incomplete. It'll bring up second down. That really looked more like a lateral. It, it did, and his man picked it up because he thought it was. Well, he, uh, he, he uh, took he, one step back and threw it a little bit at this angle. Meek leading Phillips 72-8. to eight. Scott Spur and Arab tied at 14. Susan Moore over Vimont 21-8. Williams cuts back to the right side, and he will trip. After being hit by Faulkner, dives into the 27. It's It'll bring up third down. 
we'll say third down and three. about four. Three or four. Yeah. It's going to be a long three. I'll call it four. Yeah. We put the tight end on the right side, one receiver right, two receivers left. They'll give it to Williams, cutting back left. He dodges one man, but doesn't miss, get missed by Faulkner. I don't know what he'll get back to the line of scrimmage. They may put him back at the Yeah, line it's going to be marked at no gain. It's going to bring up fourth down. Fourth down, and we'll call it four. So right, right here is a good time to stop him. Faulkner's having a really great game from his linebacker position. He's just knifing through on the defense every time. Same formation, except they'll put Williams on the left side. They try to, now McMillan looking the sidelines, play clock down to nine. He's gonna try to hurry back down to three. They get the snap, they give it to Williams. And he dodges one man, cuts back left side. He's got his first down, Ron. Man, they should have hit him in the backfield. Had a great opportunity. But He's going to pick up nine on the carry. Yeah, it's going to be first and 10, somewhere around the 18-yard line, 18, 19, somewhere down there. 7.52 to go in the third quarter, 14 to 6. Mustangs lead over the Broncos. First down from about our 18. That was just, there was not a really a hole there. It was just a good job of trying to see where to find a running lane and cut and then plant the foot and go. They'll turn, give Williams left side, cuts it outside, and he's knocked not, down. Yeah, way to go. And that's going to be uh, Jaden on the stop. He'll pick up one, and he'll bring up second down. We're doing a good job of cutting through and uh, tackling low. And we've got two Boston, Broncos down. Yeah, Boston Gibbs, he, he's getting up down there. But let's say who the other one is. Did you get? Well, folks, go by and see any of our fine sponsors like Talisa Shackles. Talisa's backed all kind of sports here at Holly Pond. He's my insurance agent, and she needs to be yours. So go by and give Talisa a try. She no, that save was, you money, treat you good. Ron, that was Grazier that was down oh. uh, in the backfield, but that's Motzinger that's uh, on about the uh, 23. We, we have a great list of sponsors. If you'd like to be one, call me. But Walker Brothers has been a great sponsor of ours. And today, when uh, they went to pick up some of the material for the new uh, baseball batting gates, Walker just handed it to them, told them to have a good time, come back to see them. We like that. We like good donations. and We like good Good people like Walker Brothers and Bateton. Run a few I more scores win. here. You've got uh, Etowan, Good Hope, tied 21. Uh, West End leading Gaston 41-0. Addison over Waterloo 43-14. to And so I don't think we've got any additional updates. They're all still the uh, same. 
all those good scores. You say, how much is Pennington on other? We stopped. forty-nine to zero. Me and Howard Cole, the man taking pictures down there, we stopped at Pennington and eat a uh, chicken and dressing dinner. It was good. They got a good crowd down there. They had the parking lot full at five o'clock, so they were going to have a good. Day. And they're having a good game. They're playing uh, Asbury, and they were way ahead a while ago in the score. So. So it's going to be second down and about nine. And they'll give it to Williams once again. Try to score from Man. the left side. And Boy, he has been hard to stop all night. He's going to pick up around five. Yeah. Wait. I wish they had put the down marker of the ball on the so-and-so how far to go. It's third quarter, 6.56 left in the ball. And give it to Williams, and left side. Quarter. Cuts back, dodges three, man. And, and Ronnie's going to get to the end zone for a so, touchdown. So. Williams it's going to be a 12-yard touchdown run by Williams. He was, just, he, was, he was cutting right, left, and making men miss. And then he raced for the end zone. So that'll make it now 20-6 to Southeastern. you got 6.48 to go in the third quarter. At halftime, it was 14 to 8 in favor of the Mustangs. They scored right there at the end of the. Mustangs will be going in again. They may not have a kicker. They want it on the hash mark over here. They must want plenty of running room to the left side. They're going to go with three receivers right. That's the short side, one left. They'll put Ware on the left side of McMillan. Now they'll send motion right to left, sprinting out. They're trying to find the find him quarterback. He throws back across the oh, middle, yeah. incomplete. Uh, here, way to hold him, bro. So the two-point conversion failed. That was great coverage. They brought Williams back out of a receiver slot underneath and then did a little uh, corner pattern with him, yeah, and, and we did a good job to and, recognize that and cover him. And Boston Gibbs and Faulkner was right in his place, right in the uh, quarterback's face, and he threw it a little high, so good quick pass. Uh. Coming up tomorrow, you got volleyball will be at West End in a quad match. They'll be playing uh, the number four ranked Pleasant, Pleasant Valley and also uh, followed by West End, and then number seven or eight in 3A, Westbrook Christian. So tough tough schedule matches coming up tomorrow, and they're all back-to-back-to-back. So it's not going to be any break for them. No. Well, we, you know, last week it was... uh, Boston Gibbs and Sawyer was having a great game. Today, Jaden Holloway and Faulkner is having a great game. So, of course, Boston and, and Sawyer are still contributing, but they both having a great game. Uh, both the, the kicks so far have all went off the inside of his foot off the left side yeah. around the 40. Let's see. He's straight on. Yeah. Sawyer Olinger and, and uh, this one will do the same as we'll scoop it up to 35. And there's gonna be very little running room and we'll have it right at the 35. Returning the punt 
was uh, Carlisle for Holly Pond. Carlisle got it, but as soon as he had it, he had plenty of defenders in his face. But Holly Pond will take over first and 10 on their own 34-yard line. Let's, let's get it together, boys. we got six minutes and 40 seconds to score in the third quarter. So let's Wouldn't they throw, or did, what, Southeastern three and one on the season? Something like that. I, I got it wrote down here. Saw your turns and gifts to Boston off the right side. Very little running room. He, he may pick up one or two. Looks like they'll okay. give him two into the 37. Southeastern was three and one last week. Uh, Gads, uh, West End has beaten Gadsden. And, uh, Gadsden was uh, one and two, and West End was one and four. This time we'll run the option to the left side to pitch to uh, Boston. Boston dodges one man at the yeah. 40 into the 42. He'll pick so, up seven. Right. So I mean, pick up five. It'll bring up third down. Third and about three when they get through marking it out there. So that'll bring Boston now to 33 yards rushing on the night. Maybe he's just getting warmed up now. Maybe. Spots the near hash. Turn. Give it to Boston. And he he's going to be it. short. Yeah. He's going to be a yard short when they stop his forward motion. And fourth and one on their own 44. It's time to go for it, boys. That's un- that's 14 points down. we got to continue that hold that ball. 5.05 to go in the third. 20-6 Southeastern leads. Appreciate everyone listening tonight on HollyPondBroncos.com and also 98.3 Plays FM. It'll be fourth down and one for Holly Pond from their 39. They re- they need the 40-yard line to pick up a first down. So, Broncos, I believe we'll have a sweep. Yeah? Give it to Bob. He's oh, met he, in the backfield. No, they put everybody on the line of scrimmage yeah. except for two players. And I believe I went for a sweep that time, but but uh, anyway, they stopped them. It'll be first and 10 for the Mustangs on the Holly Pond 43-yard line. So let's pick it up, pick it up, and put it down and get it back, boys. Get it back. But I'm like them. I would have went for it that time, Randy, because we don't need to turn it up. We- the bit to near hash, they'll put three to the right. they'll put the tight end out to the left. Ware will be your back. He'll be on the right side of McMillan. He'll counter back left, and he might get to the 41 to pick up two, possibly two. It's a short two, isn't it, Randy? But it's it's two. He'll give Ware 13 yards rushing. Leading everyone was uh, Williams. Williams. Williams had 131 at the half, and he's added to it here in the third quarter. 
Uh, last week, Southeastern beat West End 14-6. They'll bring a tight end in, go three receivers right. Back to pass, they'll throw it this side. Great coverage. Breaking up the pass was uh, Sawyer. And that'll bring up third down. Sawyer read that right. He, he stayed right there with him. That's twice Sawyer's blown it up. It's going to be third and third about eight. eight. Third quarter, 347 left to go in the ball game. Same formation. Back to pass. Rolling right, they'll throw the pass. It's caught by Reed. And he's going to be right. near a first down. Let's yeah. see where they'll spot it. He's a little short. You think he's going to measure it? He's going to be short. Yeah. He's about a yard short. He, he, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. going to be fourth down and one. They'll go with a wing to the right. And there comes one back straight set. up in the middle. And McMillan goes under center. And McMillan takes it ahead. And with that push, uh, it's going to be close. I think he made it. Randy. I think he did too, but it's going to be close. That'll be actually McMillan's first uh, carry of the game. Yeah, okay. so. They'll give him a first down. Right. It'll be first down at our 33. Mustang. Mustang. Was Cleveland playing this week, Randy? I, I, I didn't, you know, I really didn't even look at the schedule. Know if you got to, well, I didn't know if you had to score down there or not. I haven't seen one. Williams. He's going to be caught by Grazier, and he's going to be held to no gain, possibly even lost a yard. Randy, we have made some close tackles, and he barely got the first down that time. So we well, it looks like they're going to give it back. No, they're going to say they lost one. They lost one, yeah. That's the way to go. It'll be the first time we've dropped him for a loss tonight. Yeah. It'll be second and 11 as the clock runs with 2.46 to go in the third. 20 to 6, Southeastern leads. They'll put two men in the backfield. Give it to Williams. Williams, oh, Williams he dodges the two men, spins out. Almost the last one as Garcia brought him down near the 10. Man, the way he busted through there, I thought he was gone, Randy. He did pick up, what, 24 yards on the carry? It's going to be very near it. I think they're going to mark it right on the 10. I don't think they can get a first down. It's going to be first and goal from the 10. Give it to Williams, left side, cuts back to the right, and he is in for the touchdown. Williams with a 10-yard touchdown run. That'll make it 26 to 6, Southeastern. Williams has run it all night that way. Folks, go by Walker Brothers in Bailey. They're for all your building supply needs. Check them out. They 
great building material. And if you want a home mortgage loan, go buy Traditions Mortgage Company in Coles. Go buy and see Traditions. This time they'll give it to Ware, and Ware takes in the two-point conversion. Ware and Williams has got to be close to 100 yards each. No. Right? Oh. No, Williams is way over 100. Oh, okay. Uh, Ware's only got uh, about 16. Oh, seems like we've called him and Williams all night. So. Williams so we have. Yeah. I mean, Williams has rushed it 19 times in the game tonight. Oh, 19? Yeah, he had 131 at the half. Yeah. So, folks, remember the trick-or-treat at the Holly Pond? Park? It's the Holly Pond town of Holly Pond, Holly Pond Fire Department, and the school is all promoting this Valentine's Day. Me and Randy will be there. We'll be interviewing. It looks like it'll be Coach Cuz and anybody else that comes along. We, we want to thank Mr. Sims for giving us an interview at halftime here. So. And after the kickoff, we'll update you on some scores once again. Do you still have a, the recorded uh, ads? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't know. The ones you did last year? Yeah. Yeah. And all Ed, 16 Ed, minutes. And Ellie up. and you and all that. So I, well, I've got that on some others. Oh, okay. Right. And he'll pooch it this time. It'll get carried a little bit further. Jaden catches on the run to 30, across 35, oh. and they'll take him down at the 39-yard line. Oh, he got an eight- or nine-yard return on that before he was smothered. All right, Pennington uh, continues to lead Asbury 49-0. Locust Fork over Cold Springs 49-0. Scottsboro over Arab 21-14. Fairview leading West Point 28-7. Susan Moore over Vimont, 28-8. Lynn leading Holy Spirit, 47-0. Corman over Lee, 30-0. Cherokee County over Hansville, 28-0. Meek over Phillips, 72-8. Rolling to the left side is Sawyer, and he will take it up and will get a first down up near midfield. Yeah. Good run by Sawyer. That's, that's the kind of runs we expect him to run. That'll be first Sawyer's first carry of the second half. He's got 44 yards rushing. Give inside to uh, Blue. That's going to be Faulkner crosses midfield into the 47 of Southeastern. He should pick up four on the carry. He's got 17 yards rushing tonight. Is that on eight or nine carries, Randy? He's we've called his name a lot. Are you there? No, he's carried it five times. Oh man! Seems like every time. I okay. And we'll have all sides on we, uh, southeastern. Yeah. So we will get. That'll be their first penalty of the second half. Well, it's cooling down. It is. Getting into the 60s. My wife asked me, should I carry my coat up? Windbreaker tonight. I said, nah, it won't be that cold. But I guess I'll listen to my wife next time. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sawyer turns, gives to Boston. Boston lowers his shoulder, pushes in to about I think the he's 41. Got down on yeah, he's going to be in the 41. He should have the first down. Come on, ref. He spotted it, man. Yeah, they move the chains. So first down with Holly Pond at the 41 of the Mustangs. Okay. Clock running at 109 here in the third. We trail 28-6. Sawyer will take it himself straight up the middle on a quick count. He may get a couple. He's going to pick up about three. That'll move it into the 38. We should get one more playoff here in the quarter. They'll pitch it to Jaden off heading to the right side, and he's going to be dumped for a loss. He's going to lose two. Back to the 40. And that Williams just shot across. So that Jarrett Williams is a workhorse no matter what he's on. Offense or defense. But we won't see him next year, Randy. He'll be graduating this year. Actually, they're going to give him a loss of three back to the 41. And that'll take us to the end of the fourth quarter, end of the first third quarter. You're listening to Holly Pond Football on hollypondbroncos.com and Praise FM 98.3. Oh, Randy, that one belong, that one belonged all to Southeastern. They scored 14 points in this second quarter. They now lead 28-6. As we swap ends in the field, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to hollypondbroncos.com. Tune in on Wednesday night. Listen, we have a great program on Wednesday night. We just talk about football. Last week, we gave you the standings of all the football games in the 2A, and uh, I noticed it was uh, 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 Benson had moved ahead of BB Corner last week. And no, that's, that was a. Uh, I'm not sure who you got. Like, you must have put, pulled that off of that uh, one thing. AL, AL uh, not uh, Alabama High School. Yeah, but then, the, but then that's last, not the that's not the true top ten. Oh, okay. Well, but the next week, BB uh, Comer beat Benson. See, BB Comer in the like, in the actual top ten was yeah. ranked number one. They was the week yeah. before, and then they swapped them out with Benson on the one I was looking Saw at. you're in trouble, and he's going to go down for a big loss. Yeah. It will be back in Holly Pond territory near the 40-yard line. Yeah. He, he, he lost. He lost uh, from the southeastern 41 back to our 43, yeah. and it'll bring a kicking situation for Holly Pond. We got to quit giving them a ball, boys. Let's hold on to it here. That'll bring in Miguel to punt. Spray bay, for the 
good snap. The kick is away. It's a high kick, and it will be a fair catch near the 22-yard line. And Southeastern will have it first and 10 from their 22. you got 11 minutes to go in the game. We trail 28-6. Randy, who'd you tell me? Who's a kicker for us? Miguel Garcia. Garcia. It's 42 on the roster. He's actually wearing 40. Yeah, okay. They'll send two receivers to the left, two to the right. Now motion left to right. McMillan rolls right, looks, throws a pass out. It's caught in the flat, and Jaden closes on it and makes a stop quickly near the 25, 26. Well, they may actually look closer to the 29 when it's all over with. Yeah, he picked up seven good yards on that play. We'll say second and about three. McMillan turns, gives to Williams. Williams got a first down. He's crossed 35-40. Up to midfield and finally into Holly Pond territory to 45. He's going to add another 25 to his total. Yeah, Motzinger saved the day that time, making that tackle that time. You sure it was Motzinger? Yeah, number 50. Finally made the stop over there. I don't see a number 50, Ron. That's the one that made it. There's a 20. There's a a 20 in Miller. Pass out. Caught. We missed on the tackle. And it's still going to be relatively short game. He may end up picking up five into the 40. We had one shot. To take him down to the line of scrimmage, didn't make it, and he's going to end up picking up about five. Well, I guess that was 20. And Mossinger left with a shoulder injury earlier. on both sides, play clock down to five. Now the motion left to right. They'll get the snap, turn, gives, and it's going to be a loss. Carrion was uh, butts. And on that solo stop was uh, Alexander Garcia. Grazier. Alexander Grazier. 77 or 74? 77. That's Xander. Xander, okay. Xander Garcia. Gazer. Grazer. Grazer. I'm never good with these <laughs> with, with these Mexican names. Mexican. <laughs> Spanish, whatever it is. Neither one. Oh, is it? Grazer. Grazer is a Caucasian name, bro. <laughs> oh, is it? Whatever it is. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Randy knows I failed English all in time. When spelling <laughs> was Millen throws pass. Incomplete. Is 
They don't call the catch. Oh, yeah. They don't call the catch for a first down. Yeah. Number 15 for them was uh, Faulkner. Michael Faulkner. Clock runs at 7.56, 28-6, Southeastern leading. And we need to hold them here. First and 10. Motion right to left. They'll roll McMillan this way, throw deep down the middle. They've got a receiver there. It's going to be a touchdown. Touchdown. And that was... Uh, was that 20 on the reception? That 21. was Hill. 21. Hill on the reception. Yeah. Jake Hill, number 21. He's a senior. Boy, they got quite a few seniors on their roster. Here. Yeah, they do. So, a touchdown pass. This time they will attempt an extra point. Yeah. They felt like that touchdown put it away for them, so they can afford to experiment with a kicker now. And the boy might be a good kicker. Let's go. Place the kick, and it's it good. good. Yeah. So 35-6, to six, Southeastern has opened up the game, put scoring three touchdowns here in the second half. It was, a, it was actually an 8-6 to six ball game with 20 seconds to go in the first half, and Williams broke a long touchdown run, which made it 14-6 to at the half. And like I said, after that, they put three more on the, here in the uh, second half. And they've stopped us. I think we've got two first downs this second half, haven't we, Randy? I haven't been keeping up with them. Oh, okay. Have we got, other than that five-yard kickoff penalty, have we got a penalty yet? Oh, we've had one penalty on the night. One penalty. That was at, on the kickoff. They penalized us five yards. Yeah, for not going far enough. Yeah. They played a pretty, pretty decent control game. And it'll be a pooch kick. And it'll be taken in by Boston. Boston's going to race it back to the right side. Got 45 midfield. 45, 40, and driven out of bounds near the 38-yard line of Southeastern. They actually now give it to 37. And it caught it around the 36-yard line. So, 12 and 14. Ron, he's got yeah. more speed than you had. Yeah. Than I had. Yeah, I, I used more, had. That yeah. way you, uh, yeah. that way we could say we thought you had that speed yeah. at one yeah. time. He had more speed than I had those three years I spent in the 10th grade. So Gil yeah. coming back Ooh. to the right side is going to be uh, Brody. Brody. Uh, he's met with a whole host of tackers. Yeah, he's met right yeah. at the 35. The one, the one leading the charge is number 55 for them, Brian uh, Cordova. 
Uh, Brian's a, a sophomore, 5'6", 135 pounds. Second and eight. Uh-oh. And they're going to get us this time. Just, just as I spoke, I must have thrown a jinx on him. Yeah, they usually do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you let me do stuff like that. You're supposed to cut the mic off. When I well, I'm standing <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're the man controlling the, the sounds over. And they'll give it to Boston. Boom. And Boston's going to pick up one or two. Boston was about two. On. And I think it was number 58. I will know when he gets up. Oh, number 56. Let's see who that man was made up. His name is Daniel Pruitt. He's a junior. 5'9", 170 pounds, and he laid a lick on him. And this time, Sawyer will fake the pitch, and he's got nowhere to go. Tried to take it off the left side, and you had the entire defense waiting on him. So we're fixing to have a quick pass this time. Fourth down. So it'll be fourth down and 11. You got 554 remaining in the game, 35 to six, Southeastern leads. Red is the first time in you broadcast from a Southeastern stadium. Back to pass. It's Sawyer looking, throwing deep across the middle and too far. It was intended for uh, either Fox or Jaden. And that'll turn it over on downs. 5.32 left to go in the ball game. Randy, the success that uh, Southeastern's had is owed to one person, Mr. Weed. He has run all over the field and done a great job. Well, I tell you what, they got two pages and seven players. I think they're going to take a timeout. Yeah, Southeastern will use a timeout here for 520. Well, he's still, he's still having trouble stopping the clock. <laughs> it's not going to matter now. Yeah. If I, you know, 522 to go in the game unless they add more time. But, Folks, if you're looking for groceries in the Fairview area, go by and see Hopper's Family Pharmacy. Market in Fairview. And if you got a prescription you need refill, or field, new prescriptions is always welcome at Hopper's Family Pharmacy, so go by and see them. They honor all prescription drug cards. Scott Spurs went ahead A-Rab now, two scores at 28 to 14. Fairview leads West Point 42 to seven. 56 to nothing, Locust Fork over Cold Springs. Cherokee County leading Hansville 42 to zero. Corman over Lee, 37 to seven. Good Hope Menowah still tied at 21. Susan Moore leading Vinemont, 35 to eight. 
And it'll be a give off the right side. Nothing, nothing really, nothing really going for. Uh, they faked it to Williams that time and give it to John David. But he's a sophomore. Give him a little playing time here. It's going to be no gain. It'll bring up second twelve. In at quarterback is uh, Joiner. He's a sophomore. He'll operate from under center. Now gives it back to Ware off the right side. And Ware will pick up about three. About now, about maybe two. Bring up third and seven. So. Four seventeen after going the ball game. As Williams goes out. Changing his set, they'll go to a split backfield. Turn and give, running left, and nowhere to go. And Jaden Holloway picked him up and put him on his back. And uh, he picked up a yard on that play. So it'll bring up fourth and six. Kicking it away the way it appears they'll be kicking it away. We got uh, Jaden and uh, Boston standing on our 35 yard line. Snap and the kick, it's a low end over ender. It'll be taken by Boston at the 30. Trying to return right. Uh, and he will be up to the 35. Yeah. Faulkner got him a block in the Every back over there. Let's go! There is no chance at the block in the back. No chance. Looks like. Uh, as a number one Bronco fan up here, hollering it. No chance for the block on the black. That's is he waving it off? Uh, I don't he's gonna step it off. He steps it off from the 26. He's gonna he's gonna walk that way. You're gonna take it inside the 15. Should be down around the 13. 
half the distance of the goal from the 26 yard line. So it'll be first and 10 Holly Palm with 245 remaining. We'll be right at about our 13 yard line. We need to hold them here, boy. Sawyer pass is incomplete. He rolled left. And I believe that was uh, Brody was the intended receiver. That'll bring up Sega down. Pitch right side to Boston. Boston's got the 15. Now the 20 and into the 21, maybe 22 yard line. He's going to be about a yard short of a first down. Bring up third down. Okay, and a Mustang player is down on the field with 2.20 left to go in the ball game. And folks, we want to thank you for dropping in, listening to Holly Pond Broncos, brought to you by a great group of people. Go on our website, see them. People like Kelly Duke with all. Uh, Affordable Tire and Automotive down in Welty. Kelly has a full line of tires, does great work on cars. He's called Affordable for a reason, that Affordable Tire at Welty. So. Ron, the last update we have was West End leading Gaston 41-0. to zero. Hmm. Um, Let's see. Vinemont's taxed on a touchdown, and it's now 35-16 Susan Moore. And Cole Springs has scored also as uh, Locust Fork leads that one 56-8. Locust Fork is just a well-put-together team, Randy. They can run the ball, pass the ball. Well-disciplined. Of course, I'm going to have to look at the – is it com? Yeah, AL.com on Wednesdays is where you get the top ten. Oh, okay. You'll see, you'll see football, you'll see volleyball, uh, you and you'll have all of them. Oh, okay. I think we're going to have a timeout southeastern possibly, or... Referee doing something on it. Yeah, they're going to they're go ahead and mark it for play. Got 2.13 remaining. It's third down and one. We'll roll it to the left side with Sawyer. He's got a little opening. He's got his first down. And he will be into about the 25, 26 yard line. Be just over the 25 where he's got his foot marked down there. Motion for the first down. Let's get it in play. 2.02 left to go. Set it down there. Team, let's get the play called up the line. So we can... Time will bring it to the right side. Saw you running the option. He's got the 30, 35, and pushed out of bounds near the 33. He'll pick up a first down. Sawyer's had two good runs in a row here now. So he'll, he'll pick up that yardage he's missing. I said 33. It's actually 38. I'm sorry. 
We're down to a minute 45 remaining. 35-6, Southeastern leads. Running option to the left side, and Sawyer never could get free to get the pitch. He was looking all the way to pitch it left side, and it'll be uh, he, maybe he, a loss of two. Yeah. He had uh, Hayden McMichaels. He's a senior in his face there. Number seven was all over him. He got over. Dropping back, looking left, throwing deep, and it is going to be incomplete intended for Jaden. I'd had to bend over. It looked like he was putting his hands in his face and all. He may not have made contact. That'll bring up third down, and we'll call it 12. Sawyer's got 300 yards running in and out to play, coming over to the sideline going back. But that don't count. Pitch it. To Boston. Boston's going to drop back. He's throwing and passes incomplete intended for Fox at the 43. So it'll be fourth down and 12. 52 seconds left to go in the ball games. And we're going to have to keep passing it. Sawyer, straight back, under pressure, throws a screen pass off the hands of Boston. It'll fall incomplete. And so the Mustangs will take over first and 10 with 39 seconds remaining in the game. They go first and 10 around their 36-yard line. What you watching? The cheerleaders. Oh, yeah. I was like, he just totally forgot about the ball game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I hadn't forgot about it. It's supposed to be running commercials, but McMillan will come return back in. He'll take a knee. It'll be a the last of the game. And Southeastern will win this one 35 to 6. They'll move to 4 and 1 on the season. And folks, we, we want to thank all of our sponsors while Randy's getting his stats. I'm not I'm not going to add all these up. Yeah. yeah. We know what it was. Yeah, it was it was yeah. Williams. Yeah. And we'll just leave it at that. We, we, Williams left, Williams right. We want to thank our sponsors for joining us on Wednesday night for the program and uh 
Randy, we will say good night, and we'll see you next Friday night. Actually, next uh, next week uh, on Wednesday night, and uh, then we'll be next Friday night. We'll be uh, let's see. Well, I think we'll be at home. Well, yeah. I can't remember if we're, we're at home next Friday night or not. It'll either be gaps in the west. And we'll we'll put it on the website. And with that, we'll say good evening. We appreciate you listening to Holly Pond Bronco football tonight on hollypondbroncos.com and also Praise 98.3.